The Tilted Land Shark Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play a fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Tilted Landshark Podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, not the only, but we still maintain the best AUDL gambling website. That's right. We gamble on that flat ball, that ultimate frisbee. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn, and I got with me Zach World War Z Avello. World War Z? Call me Brad Pitt, man. That's, that where, right. that's what you're going for, right? Yeah, A little Brad Pitt bring- action? You bring the looks and the fire, uh, plus wow. you know s- some medical expertise. Probably one day we'll have to do this live with uh, some YouTube live and uh, see let everyone see. Yeah, the, uh, faces behind the show. Yeah, man. Yeah, you might as well break up with your girlfriend before that. Honestly, <laughs> oh. Oh. don't do that. Don't do <laughs> no. that. No, I, I. You know what? She's probably not even listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. All right. <laughs> Before we jump into this week's games, we've got our traditional, you know, appetizer games. We got the Grand Marquises, as I've taken to calling them. But before that, news of the AUDL. That's right. We got some AUDL news that we need to hit because uh, some major things happened this week. Uh, One of which being a a new investor. Zach, you want to fill the folks in? Yeah, new and big investor. Um, Legends. Uh, investment group um part of what they do is help part of okay i'm not good with these capitalistic you know investment groups but the aedl had a partnership with another company that helps smaller leagues grow they help develop growth of leagues um that group got bought out by legends a couple of years ago and now just as of a couple of weeks ago i believe legends now has a minority stake in the AEDL. So their AEDL now has access to so many more resources to grow as a league. Um, a big win for ultimate, not just the AEDL, but for ultimate in general. Yeah. I, I mean, this, this is huge news for, for an upstart league, having a backer in your corner with this much, I, I would say clout, honestly, uh, you know, Zach and I were, we kind of looking at legends before uh, the, the episode started and, they are affiliated with basically the most valuable brands or sports brands in the planet. I, and mm-hmm. by that, I mean, professional franchises. We're talking the Cowboys or Jerry Jones. We're talking the Yankees. We're talking Real Madrid. I, I, I think there might've even been some Manchester United involved. It's like, possibly. Yes, they, yeah. They've invested some of their uh, facility renovations. Um, yeah. It looks like they're going to be managing sponsorships, omni-channel merchandise. I don't know what omni-channel merchandise is, but sounds important. And merchandising, uh, media strategy, buying for the league. Which uh, I, I mean, honestly, let, let's let, let's give an assessment of of the media presence of of the AUDL. I mean, they've already taken a huge step uh, with the the mm-hmm. games being live on FS2 and also being replayed yep. on FS2. And also, uh, I, I think that uh, uh, Matt Smith was talking about it whenever he was on the the vast improvement of audl.tv yeah um a lot more subscribers this year a lot more people having access to the games um the league started the season off with the free game on AUDL tv so you get a little taste and not just where you can watch games but all these third-party groups are covering the AUDL. um you have old two world has a AUDL weekly show AUDL the ringer another podcast you've got gambling podcasts i.e us who we yeah. are, we're not affiliated with the ADO, but we're people on the outside looking in. We're, we're titans um, in our field. Yeah, we're we're a frontiermen, right? We're this this the true final frontier. If 
you could look past gambling and ultimate, then I don't know what you're looking at because this is it, guys. This now is that you're, the future holds now, for us. now that you're saying pioneers, it actually occurs to me why I might have been put wearing all of these deer skins subconsciously. Like you can't see me right now, but I'm in a I'm wearing a deer skin shirt with some deer skin pants, and all I gotta say is fringe on fringe on fringe. <laughs> it's a new look. That, it's, what it's, what do you do? What we do is is the look is there. Yeah, it's as my wife would say when she sees someone wear something just absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, it's a look. <laughs> it's a look. It's a look. This is what I'm wearing tonight. Oh, okay. Beep, 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 beep. More oh, AUDL updates. That's my old-timey newscaster voice. All right. Uh, another more big news was uh, mid-season awards from, from the <clears throat> AUDL. Uh, they covered a lot, yeah. of, a lot of ground here. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Um, <clears throat> first of all, big kudos. Uh to to zach world war z of elo because his you know pick for mvp of the season is uh let's say the front runner in this horse race Anonymous. yeah, yeah. Um, so adl riders uh daniel cohen evan lepler which is the voice of the adl and adam ruffner um and whenever you see an article from the adl they're probably writing it they came out with their mid-season awards um we'll start with the big one mvp um, it's unanimous right now with the Empire being the best team. You're going to pick the best player on the best team. Surprise, surprise, it's not been yet. It's who I chose, who I think is going to be the MVP, Ryan Osgar, who's having a phenomenal year so far. Stat um, lines, consider yourself packed when Ryan Osgar shows up to play. Yeah. Um, if you want to look a little bit of his stat lines, it leads the team in plus minuses, leads the team in assists. 43 assists. Next is Benyat at 22. Uh, second in the team for throwing yards after Elliot Chartok, who's, you know, their main handler. If you look at total yards, leads the team in total yards, almost 4,000. The next is Benyat at 3,200. Um, doing it all on the offensive end for the Empire, pretty much. Um, fourth in the fourth on the team in goal. So, yeah, it was if it was, they can't pick Ben Yacht three years in a row. So if it's not going to be Ben Yacht, Ryan Osgar was going to be the guy. So they got now, that right so far. Yeah. Now rookie of the year, we had a three-way split decision. Uh, a lot of people can being considered for rookie of the year right now. Uh, mm-hmm. First top of the list, we had uh, Jake Raddick of the uh, Austin shit out of Lux. Uh, and from the picture, I mean, you, you got to think that this guy, I mean, looks like skies out thighs out with a, the link. That's our, short. Uh, that's our dog man. That's the guy. He got bit by a dog, and now he's mid-season oh. rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, with, with the uh, the what's his name? Uh, uh, for the old quarterback from Washington with his leg. Uh, Eric. No, Smith. Uh, Alex Smith. He's got the Alex, Alex Smith. Smith yeah. Smith leg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's like a subplot of whatever Alex Smith went through. Uh, we have Austin has a big weekend coming up. I've got you a profit based around Jake Raddick, so that would be pretty fun. Uh, Next after that, my personal, after watching a few games, Rookie of the Year, Leandro Marks, um, putting up some of the best stat lines in the entire league. Uh, It kind of shocked to not see his name more, probably because Portland's skidding right now, right? And then those games they've lost, Leandro's kind of taken a step back, so he's got to step it back up. But Leandro Marks is being considered – and then someone we talked about last week on Colorado's back-to-back road trip here, Quinn Finer, um, having a hell of a season right now with Colorado Summit, um, a team who I think is top three in the league right now, and he's uh, he's doing it really well for them on the offensive line, offensive end. Nice to have a handler like Jonathan Nethercutt thrown to you. Yeah, but um, yeah. he's got what thirty-nine goals so far through six games. Not bad for a rookie. Absolutely. Now. There was also coach of the year, and uh, we got one winner via a two three a two one split decision here, and that's uh, Charlie yeah. Hops. Uh, well, actually, co co coach the uh, yeah midseason coach of it's the year, not Charlie Hops and Anthony Nunez. Not uncommon to see that in the ADL. A lot of co coaches, um, or you know, your head coach is considered the director of coaches, while you have co coaches underneath that. But Charlie Hops. Anthony Nunez. I mean, Charlie's always leading that team. He he, it, you say it's easy because he's got all these studs on his team, but you know how hard it's got to be to deal with a bunch of like egos. Yeah, I'm sure Yacht is someone tough to deal with. Babbitt could be tough to deal with. 
they have a multi-millionaire YouTube famous player, Marquise Brownlee, on their team. Imagine having to deal with that. Imagine having to yell at Marquise Brownlee, who, if you guys don't know who that is, like, what, 100 million subscribers or something on YouTube? Right. It, it's not an easy job. Um, underneath that, Bryce Merrill, Salt Lake Shred, surprise team of the year. Um, kind of fun what he's doing with that offense of just, hey, just run around. They, they can't catch up. Just run. Here, so, here's the genius of having two coaches, which is if one of you is too hungover to show up after a Friday night party, then you've you've got another one of you to to take over the coaching. Which I gotta I gotta say, in the sport of ultimate frisbee, that is a real thing that happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's happened to me. Not yeah. the ADL, but sure. college ultimate. Our coach first game Sunday was as pale as a ghost, sitting in a lawn chair, not able to talk to us. Um, yeah. Hungover coach, not fun. We're playing, if you know College Ultimate, Carlton, who is always one of the top teams in College Ultimate. So we, yeah, we missed out on any sort of coaching yeah. we could have gotten that game. Have I ever been too hungover slash too still drunk to play on a Saturday or a Sunday? You bet you're sweet. If you're too hungover to play on a Saturday, that's, yeah, again, that's also happened to me. Yeah. I, yeah. But we'll move <laughs> on. Stories yeah. for another time, I guess. All right, moving on. We got best team. Uh, I mean, duh. That's all I gotta say about this. Yeah, one. Duh. we're moving on. If New York Empire, okay, next. Best offense. Um, duh. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you're telling the next one. Yeah, best defense. I wonder hmm. who. Hmm, it's the Portland Spiders. Just hey. kidding. Hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, oh, hey. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. No, it's the well, goddamn New York was... Empire. Yeah. Um, if I were to throw one team in there who's only played three games so far, four, team, four games, I think, throw one team in there to compete with them, Chicago, but we'll move on. So moving on, uh, best thrower. Uh, this is uh, one of the uh, only couple unanimous uh, non-team you know, team mm-hmm. ones, uh, which was uh, Jordan Nethercutt of the Colorado Summit. Uh, they are high-powered with their yeah. Starbud sponsorship. And, uh, yeah, man, he is slinging it all over the goddamn place right now. Yeah, at Jonathan Nethercutt, everyone knows him as nut. Uh, you you kind of saw this coming, I feel like, early in the season. He came in late last year with San Diego, which kind of put them over the edge to make the playoffs. He gets a full offseason with the squad, a couple of players he's used to playing with. Yeah, we talked about him last this last podcast about how he's going to throw turnovers, but you're allowing someone like, like you let Steph shoot threes in transition. That's just what you let him do. You let another cut throw whatever he wants to throw. And moving on, best receiver. And there's someone here that I'm actually really glad uh, is getting a mention because he's not playing on one of the the big teams. Uh, that's Greg Martin of the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Phoenix. Uh, the writer actually nailed what I was going to to say uh, for this one, uh, which is he plays way bigger than 5'10". Like he goes <laughs> up, it, he's built like a fucking Sherman tank, first of all. Uh, and like he, you know, he he's like, a, I'm trying to think of like Charles Barkley. Like Charles Barkley wasn't exceedingly tall for his, for his position, mm-hmm. but he was still... You know, he just knew how to do it with his body, and he still had the ups to to get it. Um, like baby, yeah. baby Barkley at, at Auburn, who was a freak. Uh, this this is ba- basically like your your AUDL Charles Barkley is what I'm going to start calling him. Uh, Greg Martin. I like it. That's actually perfect right there. Yeah. I dig that. Uh, yeah, the round he, mound of pull down, I guess, since uh, he's not dude, rebounding. Nothing worse. I'd rather. <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me I'd rather go up against a 6-3 guy who I can have a shot with in the air than to go up against a 5-2 225 tank that you just can't get around his body when the disc is up right speaking of 6-2 freaks that I, again I never want to go against yes next best receiver yeah Jeff Nabbit. yeah he would have his nuts um, on my forehead basically just <laughs> jumping over me Jeff, he is a scary guy to be around um and he is not afraid to throw his body around trying to get the disc you better watch out. This guy is huge, and he will lay out chest high. He will get up and try to jump over you. Fun player to watch. Plays for the New York Empire. Um, and then the next best receiver, uh, Leandro Marks. Marks. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, what, I, what I'm impressed with with Leandro Marks is the fact that uh, how much contact he is able to absorb whenever he's going and, and pulling these discs down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of the, the L.A. game that they lost. 
he got popped in the end zone. Uh, like that one almost came to, came to blows, uh, or as close to ultimate frisbee players coming to blows as 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 it can get. Uh, with uh, after after he got you know just like taken, you know, got hit about hip high and just flipped over. And uh, I'll mm-hmm. tell you that I've I've mentioned having three back surgeries. That sort of hit. That sort of like yeah. getting getting upended. That is what started it all when I was <laughs> nineteen years old. So um, I, I've read this first uh, sentence and what um, Adam Ruffner said about Leandro Marks. He put him in the class of Tyler DiGirolamo, uh, who played with Philadelphia. He's a pit guy, college pit guy, really great player. Misha Freistrader for any old time ADL players. The guy was recruited from UCF playing volleyball i believe he's about six eight and a disgustingly huge human being definitely like when you see him on an ultimate field he stands out and then ben yacht we all know ben yacht so being in a field with those guys who based off my club and adl experience sucks to go against intimidating to go up against is a huge deal so i don't know if i'm not sure if i agree quite yet is is the thing uh, i think mm-hmm. leandro marks is really good and it makes now this makes me ask the question of is the rest of the portland nitro team bringing him down a little bit because i i don't see quite that level of talent though i i definitely think that he could get there but it seems yeah. I, don't, I don't know i don't know what to think think of that mm. um maybe a big fish small pond I would like Could to see be. Portland turn around. I want to see Landro's name more. I want to see more of those sunglasses on the, the field. Vipers. Yeah, we all want to see that, dude. It was so funny when he was playing. He was playing that game in the in the rain uh, against. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when, it, when it, a couple turnovers and the fucking pit vipers were gone. Fucking um, windshields on the glasses. Move, moving on to best defender, we got another split decision. Two one winner Joel Clutton of the uh, Salt Lake Shred. Mm-hmm. Joel Clutton was a uh, captain of the Salt Lake Shred. Was a Dallas guy went to University of Texas. Huge, and not only huge, but extremely fast, extremely agile, athletic. Um, when I was looking through the Salt Lake roster to begin the season, Jordan Kerr popped up. Joel Clinton was another one that popped up because I remember playing against him. Uh, dude's killing it. Um, Salt Lake's actually got a good defense, and it's because of him he's making some really good plays. And then for Colorado, Cody Spicer. Um, yeah, I. In the West, I think there's only one elite defense in the West, and that's in Colorado, and that's led by Cody Spicer. Okay, so moving on from there, we've got best new addition. Uh, that's addition, not a, a not new addition like the Bobby Brown, uh, you know, band from from the '80s. Uh, but starting off, uh, you got three different votes in here. Uh, first is Keegan North for the Indianapolis Alley Cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, former team. We'll say their former team, former team Chicago. So to leave Chicago to play for a team like Indy, um, you know, he's playing to love the game. Here's some of his stats. Uh, six most total yards per game, 635 and a half. Uh, third most scores, assists and goals, 8.8 per game. Helps to play in a dome, um, especially when you're the guy. Uh, but yeah, Keegan Northport, Indianapolis. Um, some of this other, I mean, this next guy I don't know too much about, but Oscar Stonehouse for the Toronto Rush. Interesting that he okay, so he's an 18 year old rookie. It's interesting that he mm-hmm. didn't make the rookie, rookie of cut. The, yeah, he didn't make the rookie cut, but he did make the new addition cut, which mm-hmm. aren't all of rookies' new additions technically. So, therefore, technically, I mean, it, I mean, it could be that he's just making the rest of the but team. Better. I think Keegan North and this next guy are definitely better than you know, well, I wouldn't say Leandro, but definitely better than the other rookies that were mentioned in the article above. Yeah, and then uh, Jordan Kerr of the Salt Lake Shred. Yeah, uh, hey, the best thorough and one of the best offenses in the league. The guy is phenomenal, fun to watch. I think that's a, probably the top pick if I had to pick one myself. Also not mentioned because he's only played in like one or two games so far this year, Khalif El-Salam for Atlanta. Once they sure. get to the playoffs, he'll probably be playing this weekend against Carolina. Huge defensive ad for the uh, Atlanta hustle, but just hasn't played enough yet. Um, let's see. Uh, do you want to go through the eight, all the uh, all AU deal like first teams and stuff? Other than that, because we have one more individual, but 
let's see what kind of jump you wanted to make. Let's uh, quickly go through the first team. That's all we got. The first team AEDL. But most improved, yeah. I want to hit on one thing. Sure. Um, so for, first we had James Pollard of the Philadelphia Phoenix. Who's been my favorite player so far this year. So I love seeing him on the list. Um, <clears throat> you got him and Greg Martin doing great with Philadelphia. And just to see the improvement with his throwing. I mean, that guy's got a very smooth looking backhand um, doing a lot, both receiving and throwing for the Philadelphia Phoenix. I'm happy then, to see him on the list. Right. And then Jordan Kerr, uh, who, who got the mention for uh, most improved player uh, mm-hmm. also, also, or sorry for uh, uh best new addition is also in there for most improved. Um, yeah. He, he moved from the spider. So I think playing with some better receivers with like, um, who is it? Merrill. And um, some others, I think it's kind of helped him improve his stat line. So, yeah. And then uh, you got another vote for uh, for James Pollard, who, uh, uh-huh. who who's that kind of talked through. So, looking at the all you all AUDL first teams, uh, the first first writer put together was uh, Jay Frude, Ben Yacht, Jordan Kerr, Leandro Marks, Jonathan Nethercut, Ryan Osgar, and Austin Taylor. Um, mm-hmm. Team two was uh, Jeff Babbitt getting the getting the love there. Jeff Babbitt, Ben Yacht, Jordan Kerr, Leandro Marks, Jonathan Nethercut, Ryan Osgar, uh, Austin Another Taylor. Austin so, Taylor. And I would yes. say Austin Taylor is probably right behind Nethercut, maybe top five thrower in the AEDL. That could get some consideration towards the end of the year. And then Jay Frude, Leandro Marks, Ben Yacht, Jordan Kerr, John Nethercut, Ryan Osgar, and James Pollard. Mm-hmm. That rounds up the final first team. And then they did all defense and all rookie. Um, fun article to go through. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what changes as the season goes on. Nate Goff for best, best defender wasn't up there. He's only played three games so far. So there's there's going to be definitely some changeover. Brett Holzmeyer for Atlanta only played a handful of games so far. I'm sure the more games Atlanta plays, his name will start being up there. So, Yep. So we uh, got to take a break here at the Tilted Land Shark. Uh, we'll be right back, and when we get back, we will dive into week eight action of the AUDL. There's some pretty compelling stuff this week. We will be right back. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet $50, win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, and get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed. All users can bet $100 on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize drawing to attend a DJ Diesel, a.k.a. Shaquille O'Neal, performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. You can win a golf trip to the Win Las Vegas. All users can bet $100 Thursday through Sunday of the U.S. Open and earn an entry into a prize drawing where a winner and a guest will receive a complimentary round of golf at Win Golf Club and a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players probably already have a fantasy league on there i use it for mine it's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry and now you can make money on sleeper 2 by playing their new over and under game super simple first in any sport choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under for example number of points in a basketball game hits in a baseball game then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest if you pick correctly you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in the main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. And it's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right, join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. 
Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking like daddy material this June. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature Lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself, and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Listen, just because your dad looked like he was wearing a sweater all year with matching fur speedo doesn't mean that you have to look like it. Also, that's why you have to pick up this new lawnmower 4.0 and this package that Manscaped is offering. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. Shake what your mama gave you? Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. Welcome back to the Tilted Land Shark, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. All right, here we go. Week eight. Yeah. It's really getting to be put up or shut up time because, uh, I mean, there's only, what, six more weeks to go. We're past the halfway point. Some yeah. teams need to, need to start making moves. Let's go ahead and start. We're going through our non-marquee games, starting off in the east. Uh, Ottawa and Boston. Boston, the three-point favorite. Uh, total set at 46 and a half and Boston, the big minus 400 favorite on the money line. Uh, I, I mean, we, we've got in this one, we've only got a, a singular, uh, you know, international angle at play, which is, uh, we've got a, we've got a Canadian team crossing a border to mm-hmm. face Boston. What, what, what are you thinking here? Yeah. Um, this one's tough. I think the number is pretty spot on. <clears throat> so, Last Monday, Tuesday, I teased a trend. So we're all on board with the second half of back-to-back. Mm-hmm. New trend that's going to go a lot with the Ottawa road trip and the Toronto road trip coming up. Canadian teams traveling to America, 0-4 against the spread on the road, 1-4 straight up on the road. Um, I'm going to play heavy into that. So mm-hmm. I think Boston at minus three, um, I don't think – I'm going to be very biased in this whole of these Eastern game matchups coming up right now. As for the uh, total at 46 and a half, I'm not going to choose uh, one way or the other, but I'm going to stick with the Boston minus three. I'm going to go with the Boston minus three. Both these teams like to go over um, when it, when it comes to the total, the 46 mm-hmm. and a half gives me pause. I was thinking about making this a lock because of their records with the, uh, you know, with the going over, but mm-hmm. I, I, I do – I feel the same kind of apprehension that's keeping you from, from even picking on the total. Um, huge, but I, huge number. Yeah, so I, I'm still – I'm going to go Boston minus three. I'm still going to go ahead and take the over here. Yeah, real quick, um, I don't unfortunately have weather ready for us, but Oof, we take a – That's a commandment. Quick look. Yeah, um, scattered storms, Friday night, mostly clear, low 61, winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. We Ooh, may want to lean towards that under. Yeah, actually, just take me off the total as well. Uh, you, you know, the, these teams have played in weather and also still hit yeah. overs, but it's uh, a little too dicey. <clears throat> so, no, no total for us in this game. And don't forget, guys, our totals are killing it this year. So, we'll stay yep. away from this game. Moving on, we've got uh, the, the other Canadian team making their uh, making their road trip. Uh, first half, they're back-to-back. Uh, Toronto heading to Philly. Philly, the five and a half point favorite total set at 42 and a half. Man, I kind of like Philly to cover here, but I, I, I'd like to hear what you think first. Yeah, um, I'm with you there. So last time Toronto went into America, they visited week four. They visited Boston, 13 points. They lost 23-13, couldn't cover, hit the under. Um, and then they went to New York. You're not going to do well in New York. Lost 31-17. Um, so they can't travel on the road. They had their close, big, uh, call it their championship win last week when they played Montreal, uh, 21-20. It looks like they can't – they only hit the over that Toronto-New York game week four because New York put up an insane amount of points. Um, five and a half, I'm going to go with Philadelphia again. At 42 and a half, I'm going to go – I feel like Philly's going to – <clears throat> excuse me, dictate this game. They're only three and three against the spread. 
or over under one and one at home. I'm probably going to lean under for this game on the Toronto Philly under 42 and a half. So I I'm going to, I'm actually going to join you on the, on the under. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a coin flip for these teams with their performances in terms of uh, how they mm-hmm. do against the totals. Um, I will, I think I'll go ahead and I'm going to take Toronto plus the five and a half. That number okay. feels just a little bit big, uh, especially for one fact uh, the you're looking at uh, 15 mile per hour plus winds uh, in, mm-hmm. in Philly this weekend. So I, I do, I don't see any team. I don't see any team really just running it up. So, you know what, go ahead and yeah. put me on, put me on the under and uh, let's take Toronto plus the, plus the five and a half. Plus than five and a half. You're not going to lock up that under, are you? No, I'm not. Uh, I, I, I want a, a better weather situation before I declare, uh, okay. declare any, uh, any locks, I think. Okay. All right. So moving on, we have got. It looks like the second half of Toronto's back to back. Toronto heading to DC. Uh, DC at eight and a half point favorite. Total of set at forty six and a half. Um, another game where win uh, could be a factor. So go ahead. Let's go ahead and and put me on the under here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you there. You know. I'm scared of this eight and a half number, even though we're talking a Canadian team crossing the border, even though we're talking a second half of a back-to-back. Yeah. Damn it, though. Damn it. I'm going to trust the data. I'm going to take DC to cover the eight and a half. In the data, we trust. I am also with you, DC minus eight and a half. Um, I don't think Toronto's offense is going to travel well, thus the under 42 and a half, and I don't think they'll cover against Philly. I don't think the three points make it too big of a difference for DC. I see a blow on this game. I think it's just safer to take DC minus eight and a half. I hate when we talk about this when New York plays uh, Ottawa. I hate betting. I hate leading the points on big spreads. But this weekend is going to be an exception just because of, I mean, these Canadian teams do not travel well at all. All right, so. The last half of our, our Canadian back-to-backs, you've got New York a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> Total set at 46-and-a-half. And, of course, uh, minus 8,000 on the money line. That's for, stupid. That's for, uh, why? Yeah. Why? Why would you even? Who's, who's um, betting $8,000 to win 100? Right, right. Absolutely. Um, so, once again, another game where wind could be a factor. Total's at 46-and-a-half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but both of these teams crush going over. Uh, these are two yeah. teams teams that, that tend to go over. So I'm actually going to trust in that. I'm going to take the 46 and a half. And I mean, in the data we trust, it's a fucking huge number, but I will take New York minus nine and a half. Uh, you're, we got over 40, you're over 46 and a half? Yep. And the, the minus nine and a half. I'm just, okay. I'm money flat balling today with these. I dig it. I want to stay away from the total on this one. I think it all depends on what New York wants to do. Do they want to put up 31, 33 points, or do they just want to like put up their 25 and allow Ottawa to score 15 or something? So I'm going to, I want to stay away from this. So uh, in the central, you actually, you got Austin tr- coming over from the South uh, to mm-hmm. get a back to back in, uh, in a cross division uh, matchup. So uh, the second half thought Austin Madison game is going to be one of our grand marquee games, but you got Austin Chicago on the first half Chicago, <coughs> Uh, the two point favorite, uh, total set of 43 and a half Chicago yeah. and a minus two ten favorite on the money line. We finally, uh, excuse me. <coughs> we finally, uh, get to see what Austin is really made of. They're finally able to play teams. They don't typically play. This is a big deal for Austin. This is like, well, I made Madison the marquee game. Cause that's, I think the game they can actually win. And if they win it, that would be huge for their chances in the South. Um, I'm going to go Chicago minus two. I think they're too much. Uh, a player I would keep an eye out for Chicago if he's playing this weekend. One is Nate Goff, uh, defensive monster. And with him on the defensive end is Dalton Smith, who had a pretty good stint at Chicago or at uh, Dallas, who is very familiar with this Austin team, right? He's familiar with the players he's playing against. He's played with them. He's played against them when he was at Dallas. I think he has a lot of good to bring to Chicago. I'm going to go Chicago minus two. As for total, um, I don't think these two teams have ever played each other. 
I want to stay away from it. I don't think there's enough for me to be confident in one side or the other. I, I kind of like uh, I like Chicago to cover the two. This is going to feel like a mm-hmm. nice like vacation for for Austin because the the temperature this is going to be in the 60s. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, that we're both Zach and I are both in the south. It is <laughs> fucking hot right now. <laughs> yeah, house is uh, hot right now. But I I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Chicago minus the two. Um, it not winds won't be quite as much of a factor in the windy city, oddly enough. Yeah. So I, I'm going to lean towards the over 43 and a half here. I think that's going to be interesting that the wind issue is going to be something we see more in the Northeast this week and rather than the Midwest. So something so, to keep an eye on. So Chicago ooh. minus two, you pick, I'm sorry, you picked the total. Uh, yeah, it was over uh, 43 over. and a half. Yep. And now moving on, we've got Detroit and Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, another game where, you know, you've got a, a heavier favorite Pittsburgh, the six point favorite over Detroit low total set at 37 and a half. Let's see what the weather is doing. And while I'm doing that, I'll let Zach kind of go off into this one. Yeah. Um, this is going to be the ugliest game since week. I think we won when they played each other or 17, 13, um, in Detroit. Um, I'm going to go because I think it's ugly. I'm going under 37 and a half here. Um, I think they'll go low 30s in this game. And because they're doing that, I think Detroit plus six. I'm actually going to take Detroit getting the points of plus six. It's going to be my play. Uh, I think this is a game they'll get up for because this is going to be their best shot at winning the game all season. So they've got to they got to go toe to toe. You know, what's interesting is the fact that Detroit they're three and O going over on the road. How weird is that? That seems this is just strange. Well, I'm not sure. How, let's so see, let's see here, what kind of totals they've the been thing. catching though. They've uh, went to Indianapolis twice where Indy carried that team in the dome, carried that game to the over in the dome. So I'll I was, be think, wary I was that. thinking that had, that had to be the case was that yeah. multiple matchups, with the alley cats, that seems like a pretty savvy underplay there. And I'm going to tail you on it, good sir. Mm-hmm. Let, let's go. Let's with go. The, let's go with the under. And uh, you know what? Give me, uh, give me Pittsburgh minus six, but give me Detroit on the money line plus seven fifty. I'm, I'm come with on, you. man. Let's go. We're gonna yes. do this. We got someone riding this with me. Yeah, man. Till um, the fucking wheels fall off or they win, whichever comes first. I, I hope those wheels don't fall off. But I do have our first prop. Oh, I got our go. first, and this is going to be one I'm going to post. I posted one on Twitter already. Hopefully you guys are out there picking props. Let's make props popular so we can start betting on them next year. But here you go. Random prop. Over under the time Detroit will hold the lead. Five and a half minutes. They fall under. 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 Yeah. Because they're going to win it in the last second to cash plus 750 on the money line. No, I mean, I okay. see, I see that number. I got to. This is their best chance. This feels like their this best chance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they start on offense and they trade for the whole first quarter. They can hit that over in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back to uh, Austin and Madison when we recover our mm-hmm. Grand Marquises. So that takes us to the west side where we've got Seattle taking on Oakland, traveling to Oakland. Seattle, the three and a half point favorite at Oakland. Uh, Total set at 44 and a half. Oakland plus 320 on the money line. This feels like we could get another decent dog in. I, I don't think that this yeah. Oakland team is bad by any means. I, I think that they're in a, a stacked division. And now we, we've got two of the, uh, you know, we'll, we'll call them mid-tier. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's 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 like a, it's like you got Salt Lake and you've got Colorado. And then it's kind of a jumble. Like everyone, every, all those other yeah. teams have a case you know, for, yeah. to, to even kind of crack the top two. I mean, Seattle's proved to be a very, a very capable team. I think um, Seattle's one of the best, you know, one, two, one teams of the whole season, but I will also give Oakland this, they're the best winless team, right? Um, but they can't cover. I've been high on Seattle ever since that big win against Portland. Uh, that offense has been on fire. I'm going to go Seattle minus the points. I think it's my play. Um, as for the total, it looks like Oakland 
two and three over under Seattle, three and four. I don't know what numbers they've been looking at. 44 and a half. Um, I'm going to lean under for this one. Under right. 44 and a half. I don't think Oakland's offense is going to be enough to uh, get the total over this mark. Give me Oakland to cover the three and a half. Uh, I, I think the Cascades are good that they, 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 you know, they've performed well in their spots, but I, I don't trust them quite yet. And I, I like the team at home to, to maybe, you know, keep this a little bit closer than, than four points mm-hmm. uh, total. Another, another one where we've got it, you know, uh, a forecast of, of, of over 15 mile per hour winds. Uh, I I'm going to, I'm going to jump on the under here. Let's go. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's if tough. It, we have a a lot of unders right now, and if it's any consolation, the season total for over unders is eighty one over sixty nine unders. Nice. So nice. Uh, maybe it's about time we start seeing the law of averages play out here, and we uh progress back to five hundred here. For sure. So moving on, we got uh, Seattle's their second half of the back-to-back. Colorado, uh, Colorado, uh, I think a very deserving six-point favorite. Total set at forty-four and a half and minus two thousand on the money line for Colorado. Uh, So Seattle plus nine hundred, right? JK, lol. (laughs) Listen, Um, there's a reason why all their players are getting these awards. It's because they are on a fantastic team. Yeah. Yeah, they're the, the most untalked about undefeated team in the league. I think Carolina gets more talk and Atlanta gets more talk than Colorado will get. Um they're I got the, Colorado. They're they're the undefeated team that's playing in the best top to bottom division in the league. Mm-hmm. We got that that deserves some recognition. Yeah. Um have they played San Diego yet? I can't remember. Um I want to say they, I want to say they have, but I'm I can't, I yeah I'll have to look back at it. Um, you can uh, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, we've got our back to back angle at play. We've got a strong team. Put you can lock me in in the minus six. Also, give me the over here, the over forty. Yeah, I want to. I want to minus six. You're on the over. I was going to check the weather, but I'm going to get back on that. I think. I mean, what Denver is usually pretty windy, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I've only been to the airport. I got a tournament there coming up. Yeah, uh, worth noting there there are no cannabis shops in the airport. That would be very clutch to get past TSA and then just have a cannabis shop right there. Right, right. I uh, I I had to eat all of my edibles uh, before I got on the plane (laughs) in San Diego. Um, It's unfortunate. It was unfortunate, but it was like I felt like I was Aladdin on a magic carpet ride. Ten to fifteen mile per hour winds in Colorado Saturday night. Um, I'm staying away from the total. I think over is still a a, a good play, so I'm, but I'm staying away from that. So it is a short schedule this week. Uh, that wraps up our non marquee games. We're gonna take a quick pause, and when we come back, it's time for the grand marquises. We're talking Austin at Madison in the cross division game. We're talking San Diego heading to Los Angeles, a game we might not have thought have been a banger a few weeks ago, but God damn mm-hmm. it, is it a banger now? And then That's Carolina so at Atlanta, uh, battle for the driver's seat in the South. Damn it, these are some really good games. We will be right back to tacos on the Tilted Landshark podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network after we get these few words in from some sponsors. We'll be right back. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? 
That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. Welcome back, everybody, to the Tilted Landshark podcast. Oh, son of a bitch these games are good yes let's big implications big implications you've got austin at madison the shit out of lux on the second half of their back-to-back against a madison team that i still for weeks now (laughs) have no fucking clue what to make of them uh they there's no uh you know, spread set right now, but the total set at 41 and a half. Austin, a slim money line dog plus 115. Madison, minus 140 on the money line. I, I don't like to take, you know, anything other than plus money on, on money line bets. Yeah. But um, if I had to pick, this is, this is the whole Austin road trip back to back, but this is a big, big game for Austin. I mean, I don't think they'll beat Chicago, so let's go with the narrative that they don't beat Chicago. If they don't beat Chicago, they're now three and three, third place in the center or in the south. They lose to Madison, they're under five hundred. Their win against Raleigh doesn't mean shit anymore, right? Because right. let's say Atlanta beats Carolina or vice versa. Great. One of those teams is a two loss team, four and two or five and two, six and two. And the other one is a one-loss team leading the division. I think Austin needs at least one of these games to have a fighting shot because the South only gets two playoff spots. Um, this is why I also like Chicago minus two. Who knows if Austin's really going to put all their marbles into that first game. Maybe their look ahead is Madison. Um, I'm not going to call this a dog because it's a small dog, but I'm actually going to go Austin. I'm fading our trend. I'm going to go Austin – with the plus money um, as my play. I'm going to stay away from the total in this game, though. No, it's interesting because, I I mean, when we think about it, our back-to-back trend, I mean, yes, we've had some money line dog winners, but it it has to do more with the the actual – actual spreads it's it's the back-to-back teams not covering and now we we've mm-hmm. lost that option to to make some of the you make one of the best yeah. bets in frisbee um huh yeah just go ahead and give me madison minus the one minus the 140 Ooh. i'm gonna i'm gonna take okay. the, i'm gonna pay for it i'm gonna pay for that juice uh there and and go ahead and and and, and hit it um yeah. you know and to me that sometimes I... sometimes emotions overtake trends i think there's one of those games where like Austin, that home game against Carolina, where a lot mattered. I think you'll see Austin not in front of the home crowd, but that same energy. Can I you repeat think. that saying again? I'm actually I need to get with my uh, estate planner so I can I can have the right thing chiseled into my headstone. What was that again? What'd you say? It was uh, as an athlete, sometimes emotions are overtaking trends. Yes, that and the uh, the hologram of a a Tupac music video playing constantly are the two things that I now insist upon at my burial spot um yeah i don't know i just it's it's really hard to trust these teams that are that a are traveling but b are, are traveling a, a good distance a good mm-hmm. i guess the good news for austin is that uh, chicago and madison aren't like far apart it's not like they're having to yeah get on get on another plane or b 
uh, drive just hours upon hours. Like Matt Madison's like a hop and a skip. Uh, Let's away. Uh, also quickly check that Madison weather because it's it's nice. There's there's not a ton ton of wind at all. Dude, uh, so so I'm going to be on forty one the the over forty one and a half. It's going to be ninety degrees or in Knoxville during my four hour practice on Saturday. Meanwhile, seventy six in Madison. Yeah. What am I doing in the South? What are you doing um, with your life? But yeah. I do have a prop for you in this <coughs> in this game. Um, prop me up, about, Carrot Top. Let's get it. We have uh, we talked about Raddick. Uh, he got written up. I think Daniel Cohen may have had him for his rookie of the year midseason. Yep. Um, traveling with Austin to Chicago and Madison. So this is a weekend prop over the course of Chicago and Madison. Raddick has he's averaged about five to six goals and assists per game over under 10 and a half goals and assists for the entire weekend for the rookie of the year candidate for the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. You're playing against one of the top defenses in Chicago. True. I kind of like both, both of those for the over though. So I, I feel like I, I mean, if he's that big of the, a part of the, t- you know, offense, Ah, fuck. Yeah, give me give me the over on your prop. Over ten and a half yep. goals and assists. Yep, man. I'm. You know what? You can't see us right now, but to drive home, just how fucking hot it is where we live. I, I'm in the house like under a fan in the air conditioning, and I just pushed up my sleeves like I was doing mm-hmm. fucking man work because it just having a t-shirt sleeve apparently too warm for me at this point. I'm a delicate. Nice. Delicate. I'm sweating worker. doing this podcast right now. I was dumb enough to light a candle, and it's oh, oh, it's yeah. tough. Well, it smells nice, though, I bet. Oh, like autumn leaves. And that's an old candle. <laughs> I, is that a Yankee candle? Uh, No, I'm a bet. I'm not. We're not going to go into where I buy my candles. Next oh, game. yes, we are. <laughs> Was this, uh, uh, I heard the first B. Is this a BB&B purchase? No, this is, this is uh, Bath and Body Works. Oh, Look, yeah. I'm should, a sucker. Oh, I yeah, got this there. For you. I shouldn't have, shouldn't have. I'm sorry. I retroactively apologize for bringing We're going to edit this out, right? Hey, look, well, I'm a sucker for mahogany. No. I'm a mahogany <laughs> guy, and they have some damn good mahogany candles, okay? Okay. Uh, you give me the Yankee Candle Company, clean cotton. That's that's my jam. Uh, you know I'm what else is my jam? It's the yeah. LA Aviators. All right. You like and that? You, know, you, you yeah, like a little uh, Marcel? Yeah, Marcel Osborne. Yeah, talk about. I, I mean, say, Ozuna. Listen, uh, American, uh, American Marcel, Ozuna. Nice. Uh, uh, American people named, uh, you know, um, kind of. I'm not gonna say girly, but feminine, feminine esque. Uh, French names are the most dangerous people on the planet because you don't know how hard they had to fight as children. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that's why I like Marcel Osborne. They got the San Diego Growlers, the fighting Paul Lowies, are headed to Los Angeles in the Battle of SoCal. San Diego, three-point favorite, total 38-and-a-half. Los Angeles looks like an appealing money line dog, plus 350. We mm-hmm. had some conversations about this matchup in L.A. Uh, <laughs> earlier in the week. I am a big proponent of L.A., but is L.A. being flattered uh, by their recent wins against a skinning Portland team? Um, that is a great argument. Um, and that could be the case. We see Portland skidding pretty hard. I think there's a lot of hype between LA Elvis, uh, ever Shapiro is having a great few games with them so far. Maybe he's just hot against Portland. I mean, so when I played with the Nashville night watch back in 20, it was 2018. We just got off an 0 and 14 season. And then we turn around and we went three games. So that was a big deal. We're three and 11. Two of those games were against Austin. Was Austin a better team than us on paper? Probably. We just had their number. But for the yeah. rest of the season, we were 1-11. We were a bad team. Can LA be like that team against Portland? Possibly. My biggest thing, though, is every week I come on here say San Diego's ready for a bounce back. San yeah. Diego, I think, has everyone. They're going to blow this team out. I'm done with that. Um, I'm going to actually go LA plus three. I think San Diego gets the win. This is a good rivalry game. Just, you know right down the interstate. I'm going to go LA plus three. These guys know each other real well. I think it'll be a, a tight battle. All right. I, uh, I'm going to dance with who brung me. Uh, and that's, uh, the always dangerous Marcel Osborne and the Los Angeles aviators. 
And I'm going to I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to make this my dog of the week. I'm taking oh, Los go. Angeles plus 350 on the money line, which uh, of, of course means I'll, I'll be on the plus three there. This total, mm-hmm. this total is interesting. 38 and a half. It feels kind of low for these teams, but let's take a look at what they have actually been doing uh, when it comes to these, you know, comes to totals. I mean, let's see. L.A. is two and four. So they typically go under uh, San Diego three and two. Oh, and mm-hmm. one on or sorry, uh, with only one under on the road. Uh, they, they definitely go over at home a lot. Uh, but so, they travel, huh? Let me <laughs> let me give you this bit of uh, data that I collected before we got on. Mm-hmm. LA and San Diego, the last three matches, uh, matches expanding back to last week or last year, totals 39, 38, 35. Um, this is even pretty tight. They got a they got a pretty good number. Whoever's doing these numbers, they sucked the first couple weeks, and we made bank. They're getting better. They're getting tougher. Um, hey, they're, they're they're getting better. We're getting better. We are staying hot yeah. on these totals, folks. We are, we are. But this is this thirty eight and a half is a tough one to pick out. Yeah, go go ahead and give me uh, go ahead and give me the over. I think both of these teams can put up twenty, no problem. And the thirty nine they hit was earlier this year, so maybe it goes above that. So. Yeah, and last but not least, uh, man, this is this probably has the most consequences in terms of a, of a division race yes. for all of the games this weekend we've got carolina traveling to take on atlanta i love the game i love the hustle man have you gotten tired of that yet no i will never do that's my god that's my old right. team i'm god. a i'm a little biased towards this team listen i'm not if mckay pfeiffer hadn't have delivered that line quite as uh as well then, uh, man, uh, I'm not sure if I would have loved it quite as much, but right there, it's just perfection. Uh, we once again, this is uh, when it comes to the spread, I mean, it's pretty much pick them. Uh, they don't mm-hmm. have a line set, uh, it total 37 and a half. Uh, Atlanta, uh, even money favorite plus 100 on the money line. Damn, I say, damn, what do you think? Oh, I've I think ever since we interviewed Eli and we talked about that blackout, this is their spot. This is going to be everything going in their favor. Uh, Carolina a little beat up having to travel. I wish I could say this is the last time they play each other. Um, whoever scheduled the uh, season, um, whoever scheduled this, the Southern division kind of screwed up. They play each other again next week for the last time until maybe the play-in. I was hoping maybe they play each other later in the season for more implications. Um, but I think Atlanta at home, they know they need this win. They get the blackout. I think they're going to have a full squad. I think they're going to get Raleigh, Carolina at their weakest. Atlanta plus 100. Um, another small dog for me. So I may, uh, may flirt around with the little Austin-Atlanta parlay pick as my dog, but I'm going to go Atlanta. Um, as for the total, again, I did some more digging. Um, first game this season, very low total. <coughs> don't smoke, everyone. Um, <laughs> or don't bad. don't have a candle that smells like burning autumn leaves also. That can't be great for you. Uh, 30, 37, 38. Um, I think if Atlanta wins this, their offense is rolling. I'm going to lean over 37 and a half. Um, here, but I'm going to go Atlanta plus 100. When we go through our locks and dogs, I'll give you a little what the parlay is for Atlanta Austin W's. All right, I, I I'm going to go ahead and tell you this is this is one of my locks. I still have to find another one, but uh, my lock here is going to be the over 37 and a half. Uh, I, I think that this is going to be an absolute barn burner. I can see these teams just going at it, throwing their best at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm totally with you. Plus 100 on the on the money line for Atlanta. Um, let's see. Let's make some decisions on some on some rocks and dogs. Uh, Before I, I we get... do that, I do have a uh, a, a what's it called a prop bet for you at this game. This is the third oh. prop bet. So, uh, in honor of having Eli on the show with us, um, I've got an Eli prop bet. Leads the team in goals over under four and a half goals this weekend for Eli. His last two games, he's had six goals. 
going up against tougher competition. But what do you got? Over under four and a half goals. Let me I hold on. Let me see. Let me take a look at the the roster for this one because I'm thinking of uh one particular uh giant human being uh who plays for for Carolina. And if Carolina is they if he's actually active, then I might lean to the yeah, Henry Fisher is active. I'm gonna go under. Sorry, Eli. Ooh. Or chase under four and a half goals. Okay. I'm sorry. I feel terrible. I feel actually, you know what? Let's go over. Let's go over. over. We're good. Let's show some say, this loyalty is... here. Let's go over. What the fuck is wrong with we me? We got some friends program we have to appeal to. Yeah, yeah. That's uh that's Eli, just if you're if you're listening, just retroactively don't hear what I just said. Well, now we gotta figure out our locks and dogs. Okay, so one of my locks is definitely the over in the Carolina Atlanta game, the over the thirty. You pick a side on that one? Uh, yeah, I, I was uh, in Atlanta on the money line. Okay, let's go. All um, right, I'm gonna go ahead and give you one of my locks. I got Chicago minus two against Atlanta. It's my first lock, and then you have over thirty-seven and a half for the Atlanta Carolina game. Yep. Um. And you know what? I God, I want to do I want to do one of our double angle Canadian, you know, Canadian back to backs for for my other lock. Yeah, but that's the the numbers are so big that it's uh, it's I can't in good conscience say that it it might be uh, a lock. So Mm -hmm. I am going to go with I'm going to Oakland plus three and a half. Oakland plus three and a half for lock number two. Yep. I almost made Seattle minus three and a half my luck. Um, so for my well, good thing you two, didn't because it's a lock. Um, my second lock is under 37 and a half points for the Detroit pick game. Both offenses are atrocious. Um, the weather may be good, fine. Um, I think these offenses are turnover prone. Both defensive offenses can't move the disc, thus extending the game. Uh, under 37 and a half is my lock here. And then for my dog, I did my math. Austin, Atlanta, Austin versus Madison, Atlanta parlay plus 242 is my dog of the weekend. Nice. Let me let me go ahead. I'm gonna throw out a little parlay here too. Uh this is this is kind of a a uh aim big, uh miss big sort of sort of prospect, but uh let's go. I'm gonna pick something from each division. So let's go. Okay. Under uh, 46 and a half in the Ottawa-Boston game. Gotcha. I'm, I'm putting this in as we go, so I'll let you know what that is. All right. Let's go Chicago minus two in the Chicago-Austin game. I like it. Plus 135 on that one. Just that one alone again, plus 135. Los angeles Plus three. Actually, you know what? No, Colorado minus six. Colorado minus six from the West. Nice recovery. And then we'll take the plus 100 money line, Atlanta in the South. So let me give you this, though. You're getting Colorado minus six at minus 145 or LA plus three at minus 110. Oh, then we'll go with with the, no, we'll go with the LA plus three then. Okay, yeah. just for the sake of value. Both are yeah. going to hit, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then <clears throat> Atlanta plus 100. Yeah. You're getting plus 1376. Call it 14 to 1 odds on that one. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I could see it That's happening. A, I mean, it's got a, right there. got a great chance of happening right there. Um, I, mm-hmm. God, I love parlays. I've started just staying away from parlays in general, but I mean, Crazy come on. Too. Come on. For the sake of getting a dog out there, though, I'll put a parlay together. All right. Okay. Um, well, I did. I just did that. My two right. my two game parlay is as far as I go with parlays. If you don't know me, I hate parlays. I have a lot of friends who gamble, but when they gamble, they're doing like I just put a dollar to parlay all 16 NFL games. Like, why do you do? You're throwing a dollar okay. away, man. Congratulations on your hit. CVS receipt ticket and your uh yeah. And, and you literally you're... just donated to a big company. Congrats. So I, I mean, I, I really wish that they offered uh same game 
parlays in here because I, the one mm-hmm. of the the parlays that I've actually you know it's it's something that uh, in one of the legal sports books and off in Arkansas it's a product that they offer which is they will go, they kind of go ahead and combine either like the money line or or the uh, spread and the uh, the total together as as a parlay product um they mm-hmm. call them like combo bets i would love to see combo bets for for uh, nice. these games um because for example like that uh the last week when we i, I believe it was uh uh boston and uh in new york where you know it was mm-hmm. getting crazy good value on boston uh for not only the spread but also for the total oh, it was dc part- new york yeah oh yeah dc new york yeah uh mm-hmm. where you know i was getting crazy good good value for for dc to to you know cover and that that game to go over and it did both uh they were both yeah. i want to say plus money even so uh that that would have been a nice little nice little lick but and that is that is it we've we've gone through every single game of, of the AUDL we've given you locks we've given you dogs we've given you parlays what more do you fucking want from us people our blood? I, do you want us to bleed for you? Because we'll do it. <laughs> you won't see it, but Chase yeah. will do it, guys. Come on. Yeah, I'll I'll try to bleed audibly <laughs> so that you can you can hear us. Just put it all on the line out here. Uh, Music. You know, we, Music. Did, we got a little bit of an announcement. There will be a substitute teacher next week instead mm-hmm. of taking the week off. We figured it was too important. We're bringing in one of the heavy hitters from SGPN. Yes, Rod Via Gomez, RVG. Yep, this will be my first time podcasting with someone not named Chase. So I'm excited. This guy does a lot of great work with fantasy football, USFL mm-hmm. for the SGP network. Um, he's going to be on with next with or on with us next Monday and probably Thursday. And along with that, Monday, our special guest who we're interviewing is the boss man himself, uh, Steve Hall, the commissioner of the AEDL. He's going to talk a lot of good stuff about the new Legends Minority Stake by um we can actually talk gambling with him and what it's doing to the league and the aedl not best bets but we're going to talk like how how is it helping the sport out so it's going to be a very fun week ahead um chase enjoy your vacation have fun relax yeah i got some some little girls that i'm taking to the beach it's their first beach trip and they are so excited uh plus my my mom just she uh just joined my dad in retirement uh so they go they're going to the the beach for like a month they, they rented a beach house for a month. We're, we're heading down there for a week. I'm really looking forward to it. It's been a long time since we've all gotten to do something yeah. like that. Hey, so. teach the kids to throw a frisbee on the beach. They could throw anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Uh, I expect you to treat RVG with respect, but mostly like a substitute teacher that you're trying to get one over <laughs> on. Uh, you'll uh, you'll enjoy the dulcet tones of, of Mr. RVG. Um, that's it. I mean, all, all I got to say is, uh, you know, Hammer! We are out. We'll, we'll catch you next week with our guest host.